one thing that I did want to talk about, uh, you know, it's 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 such a it's a it's a loaded topic. Uh, so I think you no 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 I forwarded it um, and I got it from my dad actually. He sent it to me. This this video um, by Dr. Umar Johnson, and essentially what he was doing was outlining. Oh, if you don't know who Umar Johnson is. He's an extremist. He's a black extremist. And what I mean by black extremist uh, is that he basically everything is pro-black for him and blame the white man. The white man is the devil. Like, it's not, it's not even a, an exaggeration. He believes that the white man is the devil. Um, so anyway, oh, Dr. Umar was, uh, I don't know, at a conference and he's explaining some of his views. Um, so what I'll do is let me let me play like a minute. I'll play a minute, maybe a minute of a, a minute and, and a half, and then hopefully you kind of you understand the gist of what he was saying, and then we'll take it from there. Yeah. Cool. Black people spend on average two billion dollars a year on. Black people spend on average two billion dollars a year on Air Jordan. Four billion dollars a year on liquor. One billion dollars a year on fast food. You saw what just happened with uh, Popeyes. Forty yes. billion dollars in a matter of hours. Yes. Uh, and we weren't even paid for that. Black women spend almost twenty billion dollars a year on hair care and beauty products. But yet, there's not a black community in the United States I can go to where you can show me a black community that has all four of the essential institutions, which are. A bank, a school, a supermarket, and a hospital. A bank to invest in the people. A supermarket to feed the people. A school to teach the people. And a hospital to save the people. How does a $2 trillion people, that's what we are, the richest group of Africans in the world, the 10th richest nation on the planet, there's only nine groups of people who bring home more take-home pay than African-Americans do. And we don't have an independent community. There's two reasons for that. Number one, slavery destroyed our desire to control our destiny. That's number one. Yes. And after slavery destroyed, religion came in and glorified the fact that we wanted no control over our destiny by saying you need not worry about building a nation. Just pray and God will take care of it. The problem, the problem with religion is not the religion. It's how Negroes who come in the name of Jesus and Muhammad teach it to politically uneducated black folks. There's nothing wrong with the Bible. There's nothing wrong with the Quran. But there's cowards in charge who don't want to use those books to wake black people up so they'd rather put us to sleep. So... Essentially, that, that's the crux of what he was saying. I mean, it's only a four-minute clip. I played about half of it. Um, but I, I think in as much as Dr. Umar is uh, an extremist, he made some very, very valid points at the end of the day. Uh, I think um, as if, we, if, we, if we look at it as, 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 uh, as Zimbabweans is different because obviously the political climate has suffocated the economy to the point that, you know, our creatives are suffering and people who want to do, would want to, I, I know, you know, in, in a normal economy would want to do amazing things. 
um, can't even do it because government is greedy and wants to get their paws and everything. But aside from that, if we're just talking, maybe if we focused on black people in America, for example, I think yeah. he he made some 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 decent points in, and I think what I said was, you know, obviously I'm not on the extreme end that he's on, but in terms of that direction of thinking, he was he's onto something. Like there is um, some form of credence in what he's saying. There is validity in some of what he say, and I think sometimes um, we we lose a little bit of accountability on our end to certain things. Why certain things haven't been done? You know, like yes, uh, systematically, you know, black people have been taken apart, right, at on every level. But we're here right now. What's the way forward? You know. I don't know if we're having enough of, of, of that chat in terms of what are we going to do, you know? If uh, I don't think Amakiwa plan to relinquish power. It works too well for them, right? Um, in a Zim context, Zanu ain't going away. Personally, I don't believe those, those ones are going to let go, you know? Um, it, it, so what, in, given the current constraints, what's the way forward, you know? Or do you believe uh, that I'm being too harsh on on our state at the moment. Yes. I, I do think so. And I, I, I'm not a fan of Dr. Uma's kind of way and, and, and you know, radical way of thinking. I think it, it's out of touch with reality for, for the most part. <clears throat> what I'll say is this. Because mm-hmm. uh, I've, I've listened to this clip quite a few times and I've, and I've, I've, I've thought about it. Mm-hmm. You know, from my perspective, and, and I'm, I'm very consistent with this view, Uguti, what he's saying is we need, so he's saying we need a bank, a supermarket, school, basically black-owned things yeah. that can help uplift Ilokuzenin, the black mm. community itself. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. There's no country on this earth where economic power exists in isolation from political power. Once we are in charge of our own political destiny, which one, which a lot of black people in America aren't, to be honest. Yeah. Once we're yeah. in charge of your own political destiny, then you can affect the economy even more. Then you can participate in the economy even more. There's a culture of poverty that obviously exists in Africa and in America as well amongst the black population. Mm-hmm. So if your parents didn't go to school and then participate in the economy, then the odds of you table being anything that we can deem successful or also slim you get what i mean because but okay at the end of the day i have one one question or you know i don't know point of order if you and i don't know how much you would know about the community but just generally how and i don't even have the full answer to this if you look at the jewish community for example in america jews run a lot of shit from an economic point of view and they're, I don't, I don't see them as, as present in the political climate in America. And I, I, maybe they're the, they're the ones who obviously, they're the ones who are funding a bunch of politicians and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and and for example, on ESPN, say some shit about Jews. You know, one of my favorite uh, commentators, Stephen A. Smith, mentioned something about Jews. It wasn't even, it wasn't even bad. It wasn't even incendiary, mm-hmm. right? But like. Quickly, 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 really, they cut him off. The, the, the Han who, uh, who moderates the, the debate show, first take, 
immediately mm-hmm. cut to break. She was like, Stephen A, Stephen A, cut. <laughs> we're going to commercial. <laughs> because they yeah. were so bad. You know, so bad. What are these ones going to say about what? About What's this guy going to say about Jews? Right? But yeah. you don't see Jews front and center when it comes to U.S. politics. They're the ones they pulling yeah. the strings in, Behind in the background. The and, and that's political that's power. Almost, no, but I think that's more so they economic have power. They have economic power, not necessarily which, political yeah. power. They have economic power, which affects political power. Yes, yes. So at the, at the end of the day, those two go hand in hand. You can't have one without the other, and you can't expect one to flourish without the other. You need political power to influence the economy significantly. I, I agree with person, that. Which is what then, more black Americans don't have. But then, if we, so are you saying if we, I guess it could be a chicken and egg situation, right? So what's coming first? So in order for someone to have political influence, and people to say, ah, you know what, I, I really want to make sure Senna's, uh, we do what Senna wants us to do. Is it because Senna's out here with dirt, the, the money, plenty of money, or is it Senna has a huge political following, therefore he's able to get access to economic power? Like, which one is it that comes first? I think it matters which one comes first. I think maybe in a historical context, because once you start looking at it from like a slavery pers- perspective, that kind mm. of a thing, it's obviously a lot of money that got the black, that a lot of money that, you know, was used, was generated from the black labor, right? Mm-hmm. So black people worked for the white men that made a lot of money. Yeah. And then they created businesses, they created institutions, and they made the rules. Yeah. And then now we're coming in trying to participate in all of that and it's a mess Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and we were always going to be left behind and that's the culture of poverty that i was talking about if your parents participate in the economy Mm -hmm. the odds of you perpetuating any form of poverty as well as slim that's why i think you'd need to really fuck up as a white guy especially (laughs) in africa not to participate in the economy that's true you know what i mean yeah yeah and the one thing I'll say about what Dr. Umar said is that as, as black people, when we're given the opportunity, we're, we're very capable of uplifting our communities. And I think I said this to you on WhatsApp as well. We see it all the time at our stock files. We see it all the time in our burial societies. Think of the number of black kids that have put their kids through good schools because their parents are part of a society that has a treasurer, that has a chairperson, that has rules, they have a bank account, they manage their things nicely. Even Umar Shonisa, they Lokshini. Mm. He's part of an effective system. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, banks generate money by lending, right? Lending yeah. and borrowing. Mm-hmm. Omar Shonisa does that for the community, for the township, right? Of course, he's going to break your legs. <laughs> <laughs> but he won't blacklist you like, like a standard bank will. But then, but then now we're talking, what, and the example that you, what you gave is obviously we're talking, um, you know, lower middle class of Siapats, right? Is, is who would primarily be participating in these. But then if we go upper middle class to the elites, um, mm-hmm. what's being done on that level um, that mimics, you know, obviously, yes, stock, stock fills 100%, you know, like they, they are proven and, you know, people are, are, are working in it. Well, oh, oh, my mom was part of a burial society when she was still in Zim and stuff, you know, like those things, yeah. But then usually our burial society and these things, they're usually what? Tight knit, yeah? It's not that mm-hmm. big. Like a burial society that my mom was in, I think I don't know. I don't even know if they were ten, bruh. You know, so it, it, it's 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 easier if it's like Senna, let's come together with someone. But then now 
when it's thousands of people that need to come together, uh, I think that's where we're not doing as well as we could be, even factoring in what the situation is. I don't think um, we can look back and be like, ah, but you know what, eh? Uh, this is A plus effort as as a people. I'm I'm not quite there personally. I don't think so. And that's what I'm saying, Oguti. At the end of the day, people do the best in their own circumstance. People control their destinies to the best of their abilities. And mm. I think black people are always trying to control their destinies. I don't think as a majority, even you know, the middle class and lower middle class, mm. I don't think they're passively sitting there letting life pass them by. No. And when I when I make the examples of stock files and burial societies, I'm like that's people getting by that's people that have decided okay because i can't go to the bank and get the loan that i want Mm. i now need to look sideways in my community to like-minded people people in my same economic class where Mm. we can come together and we can put together we can lend we can borrow we can have an effective system that works i mean our standard bank and fnb have been trying to infiltrate stockwell culture for the last 25 years (laughs) and that's just so that they can compete yeah. Checkers and ShopRite were busy trying to open Spaza shops in, in, in the townships so that yeah. they can have that money as well. And that's why I'm saying, Oguti, I, I get what, what, what he's trying, the point he's trying to make. Mm. But I do think, Oguti, black people do take control of their destiny to some extent. And whether it's, 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 it may not be in the formal way with which we see, mm. it may not be in the well-established Wall Street kind of thinking that you know, we've grown accustomed to since we've gone to school, we've gone to varsity, we've learned. Mm-hmm. You know, it may not be that way. But I think we're trying. But I think, so honestly speaking, if we're talking, realistically, if we're talking um, lower middle class, see our packs going heading downwards, I, I'm wholeheartedly with you. Would you know, those who are, they're not accepting, would you know, this is my reality, I'm going to try my best and I'm going to do these things and hopefully give my family a better future, Right. But then mm-hmm. where I, I would place some more judgment on is those people, us, who have those opportunities um, to try and facilitate change in certain things. Obviously, I'm not saying what you're going to get needs to be different because yeah. the, the aforementioned constraints are still very, very prevalent, right? Yeah. Um, so what I did this week was I thought about it, right? So he said, okay, supermarkets, there's plenty of black-owned supermarkets that I can think of, right? Especially in Africa. Uh, but if we talk about a, a private school, right? An elite private school um, in, in a Zim context, because I, I, I don't know too much about the South African landscape, um, but in a, in a Zim context, an elite private school, the most of the ones in Bulawayo, for example, um, that we were all, if we lived in, in skies now, right? And we had kids, I can predict where money, money not being a barrier, I can tell you where your, where your kid is going to school, right? Like, and I'm, I'm 90% going to be accurate with where your kid is going to go to school. But all of those schools, if I'm not mistaken, are, you know, were started by Amaki, obviously, because there was colonialism and this, this, and the third. But then one thing that we were talking about a couple of weeks ago was what? Yay, racism at these schools, wunji, 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 right? What if we wanted to start a private school? What if we wanted to start a school of our own that will compete with these other items. So I had a conversation with, um, with uh, Mr. Spande, the I think he still is, or he might be the former, I, I, let's go with he still is, the, the headmaster of, of, of Masia Pamili Julia, right? He's been running that institution for a while. Uh, we had a conversation yesterday where I asked him, okay, realistically speaking, if we had a group of investors that wanted to open 
a primary school, a private, you know, trust school that kids can go and learn grade one to seven. Mm-hmm. What are we looking at in terms of setup? What are we looking at in terms of costs, right? Um, and he, he gave me the general breakdown of what it would take to open a school in Zim. And he said, and I asked about, politically speaking, if, you know, Zanu clocks, Uguti, ah, there's this school that's coming up in Bulawayo or in wherever, in, in, in Harare, right? Will they try to disrupt? And he said, generally speaking, you would be fine. They won't meddle too much when it comes to education. So I'm like, ah, okay, great. But then at that point, it was now a costing thing, right? So then I went to my dad, because mm-hmm. uh, my dad works in, 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 in he's, a, he's a project manager and he's in construction. So I'm like, dad, if I want to replicate Whitestone, Inge, the way that it is, right? How much am I looking at? If I, if I wanted to build that exact same school today, what are you quoting mm-hmm. me? And what he came up with to, to rebuild Whitestone, in, in like from today, first of all, it would take a year to rebuild it fully, fields, pool, all of that included. And he said it would be about $1.6 million to build Whitestone the way that it is right now. US dollars. US dollars. $1.6 million. That's what he would quote me for everything. Clearing, the land, you know, that whole thing. Fence, gunk, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and operational costs included. Um, that's what you're looking at. And then if you enroll about 400 students, um, I, just, I did this math yesterday, but I should have written it down. But literally, if you, so if you're enrolling uh, 400 students, it's something along the lines of like 800,000 or almost a million per year uh-huh. um, based on school fees that will be coming back. If you're charging about $1,000 a term in school yeah. fees, you're looking at about 800, 800K. So what he said is realistically, if people wanted to come together and create a school, right? Um, you're looking at, he said, it's better to phase it along. So instead of building three classrooms um, per grade, do one classroom. So one grade one to seven, but it's only one class. That will cut your costs um, significantly. Like now you're looking at about 800,000 to get all of it done, right? This is now including fields, maybe do one field and you know, this, this and yeah. that. That'll bring down yeah. your costs. But would you say, is that, uh, is that outrageous money for you know, if let's go residents of, of Bulawayo would come together and say, hey, we want to build this school. Do you think that is an outrageous sum of money to be like, ah, there's no way people could come together and, you know, first of all, invest in a, because this would be a long, long, long term uh, project. project, right? We're not talking, yeah. you know, this, this happens like this, but start with a fund. We build a fund that would be invested, you know, I don't know, in foreign accounts where people are committing and pledging X amount of money and then over time, you know, it grows and we get to that amount of money that we're looking for and then we start construction on, on the school. But do you think, given the current climate, is that even feasible? Great idea. I think if, if, if you know, if you could accumulate that kind of money, get that kind of money, it'll, it'll be a perfect idea. Compete with the white um, owned schools. Mm. It would be perfect. Or do you um, think it's 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 the more, only tricky, more, more efficient? Or yeah, you can. I mean, you can continue to make your point. Um, but the, the follow up question would be: Would or would you rather raise that money to reinvest across the board in into schools like Masia, um, you know, and all these or Milton and you know all these other items uh, around around the city? Would you think you'd rather do that? Rather than you'd rather, I would rather go and improve the existing schools 
Okay. Because, I mean, remember when we'd be at CBC and you're playing, um, not sure if you played the Nash League. Nash League was the that tournament that we played with other public schools. It's mm. a football league, basically, for districts. So CBC would play Hamilton, yeah. uh, Gifford, and all these other schools. Mm. And if you win, then you go play other schools and so forth and so forth. Mm. The, the problem that we faced in particular was with away matches. Yeah. If you remember, away matches were always difficult for us. We are not going to play Tulini. <laughs> so now you're there with your T90s on dust. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't see how it, it, it greatly serves the community to then have built another elite school when we've still got schools that are struggling as it is. Um, but at the but end I of mean, the day, this would, what this I wanted be, to come to This would to be was, specifically to address sort of if you wanted a competitor to CBC, right? And mm-hmm. where uh, parents who are, let's go with up, you know, upper middle class, or Siapezu, would then look mm-hmm. at school X rather than CBC. If, if people are going to say, hey, there's all this racist stuff going on at CBC or GC or convent or whatever the case might be, what is the alternative? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's kind of what I'm trying to get to. My question would then be, do we actually have that kind of money? To do all the things as a, as a as a as a say a middle class to upper middle class community in Bulai, is that kind of money there? Is it is it? Do we have it to be it able is to there. do all those things? It is there. I think it, 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 if we're talking, we have the minds. Enough owners have gone and they've, uh, you know they've got degrees in finance and they're working in investment. Where if we were to come up with a long term plan, keep in mind um, a lot of what we are dealing with, right? Me and I will probably die before we see this truly come to you know fruition at the end. But these are the seeds that we would, I want to try and plant now. Okay, if we were to come up with a fund where we know we have a bunch of intelligent brothers and sisters, right, all around the world who worked at Goldman Sachs, Morgan Stanley's, and this, this, and the third, where if we would, they would come up with a plan which I will have fund lay. And this is where it comes back to what you were saying, which is politics and, and the economic side go hand in hand, right? I will fund lay, and with this fund, uh, all these people in the diaspora are going to put, you know, try and put a hundred dollars a month um, um, towards the fund. Everybody who's local in in Bulawa, you try and put ten dollars towards the fund. I don't know something along those lines. But you but see, the can, thing is, it can be all those out. all those all those people in the diaspora have so many mm. other responsibilities that I think. We often we often look at we see someone oh we think he's doing well Gandhi, he's got a lot of other responsibilities he's got a lot of black tax I mean how many Uncle Phils do we know out there that are taking in youths that aren't theirs or Dagaputi that's or true Dagabandbani that's true them but I mean at the end of the day if we're looking at and now you look at where he said initially you know I mean obviously he's talking about Americans but Americans spending mm-hmm. x you know x billion dollars on J's and whatever. If you took $10, you can still even buy those J's. Took that $10 individually from them. And we're investing, we're investing that money. So it's not like owns... We're not, I'm not saying keep on my $10 on Gant and we come up with a million bucks. No. What's, what's, what's wrong with black people that, spending that amount of money on J's? It's not, it's not wrong. I'm not saying it's wrong. All I'm saying is... I'm not saying it's wrong. No one is saying it's wrong. Just because the thing is, just, the because I can spend, just because I can spend $10 on J's... Mean you're not spending. You're spending four hundred dollars on J's. So if you're spending four hundred dollars mm-hmm. on J's, you can't yeah. look at me sideways when I say, "Yo, you need to invest ten dollars towards the cause." 
No, 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 but there's why? No why? Way you why? Can do that. why? What do you mean, why? why? Because at why? the end of the day, it's the uh-uh. we're the same people that are complaining and saying, hey, would you, would you, would you, would you? Here's the thing. Consumerism and consumer culture is part of human nature. It's not like black people are the only ones that are out here spending a lot of money on yes, white people but spend Sena, money on a lot of financial We have other locusins. If we, have we other, actually look at it uh, things that wait, ail let me, let me our say. community. If I look at it across the board, mm-hmm. across the board and across all communities in terms of money spent on luxuries alone, black people are still by far at the bottom. I would not And you're going to shame black people for that. I'm not shaming them. No, 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 no. You don't, Lokuzen, don't recharacterize what I'm saying. I'm not shaming anyone for buying J's. What I'm saying is, at the end of the day, right, we would like to get to a better place. And if we need to get to a better place, there are certain things that we're going to prioritize. Senna, if I'm trying to buy a car, yeah, and Mm -hmm. I'm saying, you know what, I need to buy a car at some point in life. That little money that I save, yes, I'll go out to a dinner. Yes, I'll do this, I'll do that. No one is going to say, Tabo, that's wrong. But if the eventual goal is, you know what, that is Funis Kolo said, then things need to be done, you know? And that's what I'm saying. I'm focusing specifically on if we're going upper middle class, towards the elite in the black community or in the Zim community, in the Bulawayo community, those would be people that you'd want to target. Because obviously, if you're lower, uh, lower middle class Pansy, it is unfair to say, hey, that dollar, that whatever. But then if it's on us who have been privileged enough to have certain opportunities in life, surely, surely there can be something, even if we don't live to see it come to, we can try something. Oh, you know, there was a fund that was created um, and this is meant to be the Bulawayo Improvement Schools Fund right and people voluntarily you know we're not going to force anyone but people who do feel like you know what because how many people <laughs> how many really people have you met or how many Zimbabwean people have you met around the world and they every single time at a pray uh especially with old heads this social but comes up we wish we could do this this and that I'm tired of sitting through those conversations of like, we wish we could do this, this and that. We do have individuals who are smart enough and experienced enough to try and come up with economic plans. It, does, it might not even work, but try, you know? I, I, try. I, 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 don't, I don't look, I'm, I personally think it's a, it's a great initiative. I mean, once upon a time, I wanted to be the Roman Abramovich of Highlanders Football Club. I, was, I had this dream of <laughs> go. I'll make it as a hotshot lawyer in Santon. I'll have the biggest clients. I'll mm. do this. I'll make money. And then I'll come back and I'll buy Boso and then we'll turn it into a Mamelodi. You know, like what Patrice Mozebe did with Mamelodi yeah. Sundowns. He mm. literally transformed that whole thing from a good team into a great institution. Mm. And, and I, had, I had dreams of doing that. And then, you know, as you get older, the dream is probably still there. I think I still would like to come back and invest money in... in Boso and Highlanders and but then sure here's that, the thing: it can't just yeah. be you, you know. Yeah, like yeah, it can't. A, it can't. There's so a lot I, of I, people that yeah. would, 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 would would I think here's the thing: what 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 are, so what, I, I would what, I would I would I would agree with you in in terms of the idea and the thinking. What I would definitely what I always want to try and avoid mm. is an instance where we make it feel like black people are not doing enough because I think we're doing a shitload for our circumstances. We can From, we, we can say we're doing a shitload. We can agree with we we're doing a lot, yeah. But there's always room for improvement. There's other things that we can still continue to do, 
no one is here to shame black people. But also, sing a shali pasiti hapati, you know, sesungin sega kwa kwa. You know, I think like, I'm, not, I'm, 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 I'm very much against the idea and the notion that often comes from even us. Like people will, will go to school, will get hard and weight of our own education. Then we go, we sip wine with a couple of white people. Then we participate in the economy and we come back to the communities that raise us. And we look at Mama Umtanda so like that woman did in Sowola and we say, yeah, we need to No. <laughs> I have a problem with that. We can't come back to the same prayer women that were going every day on Saturday to pray for us, to raise money, to send us to school trips and all these things. And we come back and we say, yeah, no, but when you and your church are the problem that the community is not flourishing. No. No, no, no. But okay, fine. Senna, you, you're going give in that slightly, woman a gold star. You're going in a different direction. Yes. No, but that's that what woman, he said. No, but no. Give that woman a gold star in terms of, like, like I said, we're in a, your problem is you're arguing this from the point of view that nah, I said, right, I'm walking in lockstep with Dr. Omar on that extreme table. I just said, if he is far, far east, Mina, I'm also facing east. That's what I said. I didn't say I'm mm-hmm. that far east. I just said I'm facing in that direction in terms of I hear what you're saying. And mm-hmm. also, I've just been an individual that's been in and heard so many conversations about I want to do more. Hey, this needs to change. Hey, wunje, wunje, wunje. And, you know, you sip wine with Yeah, and, 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 and I agree with that. And I, I, I think I specifically said, which, no, I agree with you to the point, Yoguti. This is the thing that we would need to do. And this and, is the thing that I would encourage to be done. And here's the thing. Um, I, I wanted specifically, I took the time out to speak to Mr. Spanda. And, you know, I, I wound up speaking to my dad as well about it. Because I want to know, realistically, what are the barriers to entry? Because... A lot of the time, people just think it's not possible because you don't know, you don't know enough. You're not educated to know. Ah, if I wanted to start a business, can is that easy? If I wanted to start a podcast, what gets into? So, like, there's plenty of people who I think will be like, ah, you know what? I'd like to do a podcast, but ha, bruh, it's a lot. You know, I'm sure there's people who assume Uti, we go to Spotify, upload. We go to Apple Podcasts, upload. We go up, upload. You know what I then mean? Then we pay money, then we buy money. Exactly. So it's like, Not once that you we really didn't do all those behind things. the curtain, you're like, ha, but time, time is possible. And that's what I want in terms of what us, our generations and generations who are younger, this is the mentality I want people to have. Okay. Um, I know everyone is pro-black and appreciates where they came from and loves their city yeah. and loves their countries and stuff like that. But then also the barriers to entry for us to get some of these things off the ground are not as high as we perceive them to be. I agree. And it is possible where people, we come up with a fund. I'm not the brilliant mind I can try, but I'm, I'm, I'm sure there's much more experienced individuals who said, ah, you know what, if we wanted to vula a school or if we wanted to refurbish all the schools, government and private in Bulawayo, in Zimbabwe, this is what the plan would look like. And if we wanted an investment plan primarily leaning on the diaspora or whatever, this is what it would look like. You know, at least have that chat to say, you know, it's possible. And then at least if people see, with the, ah, so honestly, I only have to invest in seven Zalapa Milan said to buy. I only need to invest $20 a month. You know, let me try. You know, give them at least the opportunity to say it's possible. That's what I would want to happen. Okay. 
Shem, we can talk about this one until the cows come home. <laughs> I think it's, it's an interesting... Yeah, really, I think that... <laughs> we, we, we already don't at the item and it's just like, you know, but it, it, it's important. I think it's an important conversation. But anyone, everyone should at us with their views. I, look, I, I do still think there's a lot we can do. I don't dispute that. And, you know, going forward, who knows, maybe we'll all become shareholders in a... or trustees in a school... Yeah, the next. Yeah, no, definitely, school. definitely. Even yeah. you know, it's it's six foot possible. weights high school. <laughs> it's I don't know possible. if it would be a co-ed or an all boys. What do you think? Ah, uh, co-ed. I think co-ed, co-ed. co-ed is good for growth. We used, um, we used to disrespect you're... co-ed schools as all boys schools. Yeah, we did, but we were wrong. I think I think um, <laughs> it's much more valuable to be in a co-ed school, especially in those How? formative in those formative years. It's better. Like, I think that toxic masculinity that you kind of get at all boys' schools is not necessary. You know, there's a, I think you can, you can be a much more well-rounded individual when you do have women um, and girls in the school where you can kind of see the different personalities and kind of see where you need to be and measure yourself. But then if we all are just trying to be dicks in school because that's cool, <laughs> <laughs> that stunts your emotional intelligence, you know? Look, um, I, don't, I don't think... Like, I think I've been six years at an all-boys school. I turned out okay, I think. <laughs> all right. There's, anyway. a lot of, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of unlearning I had to do my first year in the university, but... Exactly. So you skip the unlearning and, you know, <laughs> you do the right thing. But um, I think... On to the next thing.